all nice early in the morning And my love is coming down for you The All Things Blues and Southern Rock Podcast. A Southern storm of bold, liberating rock, shot through with blues, soul, and gospel. And now, your hosts for the show, Brian Jones and Jason Johannes. Welcome back to another episode of the All Things Blues and Southern Rock Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for your downloads and participation on the Facebook page, sharing those videos with us. With me always is Jason. What is going on, man? Yo, yo, yo. Is this the All Rap podcast? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm doing okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll cut that intro. I won't do it anymore, Brian. It's, okay. it's not a good one. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I uh, had a great weekend this last weekend, and, and it's going to be, by the time you guys hear this, it's going to be two weeks in the future, but I'm going to talk about what this weekend anyway. So I went down to Sioux Falls on Friday, which is about three hour, three and a half hours south of Fargo, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And for the first time, I finally got to see them dirty roses. And what did you think? Oh, it was great. It was great. You know, um, I was going to try to get down there in time to help them do the load in. And I got in two hours after I thought I was going to get in and I'm uh, messaging with Andrew and he goes well our load loading time got bumped back to six but then still by the time I got over there I think they were pretty much done okay. um, but we chatted for a little bit and that was cool and I talked to the other guys a little bit later and talked to Frank before the show um great show I mean awesome you've seen him twice right uh, correct yeah, really really good the new stuff uh sounds great rocking was, a lot more rocking isn't it yeah and I was a little disappointed that there weren't a lot of people there um, but they played as if they were in a full arena. You know, they played great. And um, apparently Whiskey Myers played at Mitchell, South Dakota, which I think is semi-close to there. Okay. Uh, which, you know, they played there. And then the next night they played uh, just across the river here in Moorhead, Minnesota. At the Blue Stem Amphitheater. Uh, the Blue Stem is really nice little outdoor amphitheater. And it was like some sort of barbecue rib fest. So called Sister City Smokeout. Um, so I decided instead of dealing with the hassle of parking, uh, just went over to whatever bar that uh, they were having shuttle buses and it turned out there was a delay. And so I probably missed the first two or three songs, but, uh, they were great. And that, that in itself, uh, is making me, uh, yearn for the next Whiskey Meyer show. Nice. Really enjoyed them. Um, you know. I know they've been around, I don't know if they've been around as long as Blackberry Smoke, but I've always kind of had them in my head and what I've listened to is like up and, you know, one of the flagships and uh, they're a little more scrappy than Blackberry Smoke. They're not Mm -hmm. quite as absolutely polished, but still really good and fun show and uh, yeah, great musicians, great show. So all in all, it was a good weekend. It was uh kind of a quick turn i got home and i was here all of about 10 minutes and had to turn around and go catch that shuttle and then 
I usually have a day to decompress, but this time I didn't. So I worked the next morning. So it's all be on tired. Quick, quick, good, good, great uh, weekend. Um, and this weekend, uh, Blackberry Smoke on Friday night. You're um, living the rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah, you know all you know. There's three great bands within a week. So, is this the spirit of the South tour with you for those guys? No, I think this is uh, they're they're uh, it's just Blackberry Smoke. I think they just added a date where they could fit in fit in a show. It's just them, I believe. Wild Feathers and Almond Bets are really good, like really good bands, and I encourage you if you get a chance to see them live. And this will be kind of a strange venue because they're playing. uh, the name it's Shockby is the town. It's Shockby's uh, suburb of Minneapolis, both mm-hmm. south of Minneapolis. A good friend of mine lives there, uh, but they're playing uh, where uh, it's a horse track. Nice, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, new and interesting. But plenty of room, and you could do a little horse betting. I'm sure before the show, <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing. It must be one of those things where, like, okay, this venue is booked. This venue is booked. Oh, okay, we'll play there. Well, um, Canterbury Churchill Downs, Downs. Is what it's called. Okay. Canterbury Downs. Uh, well, in Kentucky, like Churchill Downs and other places do host right. concerts in Lexington. You know, there's a place that hosts concerts. So it's not unheard of. Right. You know, big space, big stands, plenty of room. Why not? Well, let me ask you, like, what it, off the top of your head, like, where's like you think the strangest place you've seen a show? Ooh, that's a really good question. What is the strangest place I've seen a show? Man. Like a bigger show, you know, not like. Right, right. Like, like some, some random place that you ex- didn't expect them to play. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer off the top of my head. Pretty much I've seen normal venues uh, for the most part, you know, not like weird, anything weird. I'm remembering I saw the Black Crows in 2010 when Luther and Adam were in the band uh, Walker, Minnesota, which is two hours east of here, maybe two and a half hours. Um, And they played outside the casino, but they played like under like the big, this big white, you know, the big white tent. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was like weird. It seemed like, like the tent ceiling. And this is kind of, I'm remembering was seemed like a little low and, just like these little tiny folding chairs. It's just, wow. It's just really? Weird. Oh, and then I saw <clears throat> Tesla at a casino um, in Monoman, Minnesota. That was right around the same year, 2010, I think. And they played in the casino, but they played like, like they set up the stage, like, like in a conference room, like carpeting. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little weird. That is weird. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a concert at a at a casino before. Uh, Which, that's I've, that's the last headline show I saw at Tesla. Okay, they're they're coming to, into Columbus here in uh, November at the the Lifestyles Community Pavilion, which is where the Crows have played, and okay. I'm getting ready to see uh, Primus's something for Kings, where they do all Rush songs. I'm going yeah, with the yeah, drummer they, of my band, well, who's a big Rush the, fan. That whatever that all. I can't something yeah with tribute to kings yeah and tribute to kings playing the record in its entirety yeah so like uh, man I, I don't think I've had a weird experience in a band at least nothing that sticks off the top of my head like you're you're there and you're like why are they, why are they playing this place well if you ever uh we'd have to ask the guys in the Americans but uh uh 
wherever up you know northeast i always read like read in the crow's base like the cape cod melody tent <laughs> supposedly like a, like a really the strange cape cod melody tent all right yeah and i don't know if that's like by a casino or whatever but the way they describe it you know you have to read it go find the review okay that sounds definitely interesting but maybe those guys would know about that <laughs> maybe they would i've you know i've seen rich robinson's play a small small club before when he was with doing his solo stuff i've seen the magpie play in cincinnati at bogart's who we brought up that place before that's where uh sunny mormon said he got the snowed in show with joe bonamassa mm-hmm. to right. like 50 people mm-hmm. so i've seen like you know small crowds but i'm not really i can't recall if i've ever seen a weird location i saw a candle box at xavier university which is a small catholic university right next to university of cincinnati at their field house but it was more like a yeah you know auditorium so i don't know that's a bummer i wish i'd seen some some bands at a weird place that would be a good story (laughs) (laughs) who the hell was telling us about playing in the cord field playing in a cornfield i can't remember (laughs) (laughs) Um, somebody did because that sounds familiar but i can't remind was it not the cold stairs was it no i'm for some reason i'm remembering it might have been uh cricket bows okay well it's you know there's a lot of there's a lot of cornfields around dayton so yeah (laughs) i would be surprised i think it was was that like yeah it was those guys or it had to have been those guys and they talked about the name of the town and you got you had told me later on it's like on the eastern side of like, ohio yeah. like some it might have been like eaton or greenville greenville greenville. greenville yeah, yeah that's there you a, go. yeah it's a farmer community it's like to the west of dayton real close to the indiana border like dayton's about an hour 45 50 minutes away from indiana mm-hmm. and it's it's right out that way and it was greenville now that you mentioned it yeah. i remember it was greenville yeah. So I don't know if there's anybody from Greenville listening. But um, you know, kinda, <laughs> Greenville's kind of maybe not. Now sticks. Greenville does have a big whirlpool plant in it, and that's really what Greenville has. That a bunch of farms. Yeah. It's wow. God's country, Brian. God's country. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I grew up in God's country. Oh, well, I I did as well. So, how are our boys and them Dirty Roses doing? How's Andrew and crew? Are they doing all right? Yeah, they seem to be good. Like I said, there were troopers. You know, you know, all twenty of us that were there. You know, they seemed good. Uh, they said uh, they played in Lincoln the night before, and I said that venue was a little strange and <laughs> smaller place. And then the town they're going to in Minnesota, Henriette. They were going there the next night, and they said there's not even a stage there. They just set up in the corner of the bar, right on the floor. So, I mean, those guys are really, you know, they're, you know, they're they're banging it out in the trenches, you know, playing in these little tiny places and paying their dues, building the fan base. That, yeah. You know, that's what Blackberry Smoke did, and you know, more people should go out and see them. I don't know if they have not, you know, not a lot of good promotion at the places or what. We need to get, uh, yeah, we need that... to get our guests tonight to to work with them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the comment I had. It's like I just wonder, you know, a bar you're bringing in a band, and you should be aware of what else is going on. Okay, Whiskey Myers is playing right, right here, and then there was some big country artist playing somewhere whose name I can't remember. So, like, what are they doing to, you know, and to they bring never people even, into I the bar even, to make money? I never even had to show my ticket. 
So it's like, uh, are you just letting people in? Wow. And maybe because it was just so few people that didn't, you know, I don't, I have no idea. Because usually you go to a club and there's somebody sitting at the door and, you know. Yeah. And I never saw that. I mean, I got there way early and had some dinner and and I'm saying to the guy, the bartender, it's like, you know, hey, uh, where do I show this? He's like, well, he just kind of just like waved me off. (laughs) So I don't know what, what they were. Well, hopefully it's because this guy's got a guarantee or something to play there or yeah. sold some merch or yeah. do something. It's a long track. Oh, the lack of promotion kind of like gets under my nerves a little bit. Well, I mean, that's, that's the thing with rock music these days, right? We've had those conversations about that. It's when, you know, you're helping people promote through this um, podcast and these guys need all help they can get. And I'm sure COVID stuff's still not helping everybody in, in terms of being a jam packed location either. Well, I think, you know, probably like once, you know, them dirty roses, once they get out of the Southeast, it's probably, mm-hmm. you know, word hasn't spread. Yeah, exactly. So they have to go there and pay their dues and, and make fans the old fashioned way. Um, but people should go and see them because they are a high energy yeah. live band. They play some good covers. The original stuff is fun. Uh, man, n- next time they come through town, I'll see them again. Yeah. For sure. Did I say Lincoln? It was actually Omaha. Omaha. Omaha and then Sioux Falls and Henriette, Minnesota. So there you just make, you know, Andrew's making it sound all kind of the same. Like there's uh, not a ton of people at these shows up here, but at yeah. least they're, you know, I, I never asked around to see who the, you know, the bar owner who, who, who books, you know, I know they have their, they, you know, they have a booking agent that the venue would work with. And I'm just interested to find out about like exactly how all that works and talk to the you know get a bar owner on here and it's like you know maybe talk to him beforehand before we're rolling and go sure what's up how come you know how can i help yeah uh, you know i don't know i mean I, how do we get tracks on local radio yeah. for these guys too that can play a month up to the show and people can hear who what they sound like so they know about them because you got to play the band and you know i mean i would think they that, want people to show up to buy drinks to make money right yeah because when I don't know if the like club owners can be like, Hey, if you don't, you know, if there's not this X amount of people here, we pay you less or what? I mean, I don't know. I would hope I don't know if they're getting cut a tickets, if they've got a guarantee, you know, it's, yeah. I have no idea what those deals are. Yeah, like, just, we get a cut of the door usually when we play. I mean, sometimes yeah. we play places with guarantees, but it's usually cut of the door. Yeah. I mean, that just seems weird that you wouldn't, you know, go all out to, you know, bring people into your establishment to make money. And, you know, uh, you know, I don't, uh, you know, just, you know, comment on it, on, on it, how you will, whatever, but I don't, you know, it's not like down in South Dakota, they're really, you know, like, you know, paying high regard to COVID, they're pretty much kind of like game on, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't so I, exist. I don't see the whole that really, you know, like I said, comment on that, how you will, but that seemingly, I don't think that's a really big deterrent Okay. down there, but I don't know, that's just, that's could just be a guess, but uh so uh, learning and our desire to learn more about promotion and, and all these things that tie into that and band management and everything, uh, we had a very, very interesting guest uh, on for this episode, and we are going to be on her podcast as well. Live podcast. Live podcast. Streaming yeah. live video and audio. So, Jason, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners uh, who our guest is? Yeah, Brian. Uh, so it's somebody that you met at Rock and Pod, I believe. And, well, and, and you know, 
I, it, I probably from afar, you know, I don't, okay. I think he, you know, just being there, he kind of quoted on his, is having met i'm sure in passing like hey how you doing and oh yeah i think i remember seeing you but i uh when i first messaged her because when i was in the airport it was in the national airport for five mm-hmm. hours going okay how am i going to pass the time I'm like well hey i got a bunch of other podcasts to listen to so i listened to uh one of her episodes and i was just blown away by how good it was and uh the great guest she had on and the banter and everything so kind of met that way more more so but nonetheless yeah we were all at rock and pod and probably said hey how are you doing to someone walking through the hallway not knowing who she was <laughs> well you know somebody who's award-winning podcaster right i know we had an award-winning podcaster on uh our, you know for this episode it's mary holt from mama mary's music mayhem and that's a lot of m's and I can't keep track of all the things she's done. I know you had to, you had to break down a list or type up a list and you're like reading the bit, bit, bit yep. you know, like all this. it was huge. She and does promotion at all straight. Yeah, she does know? band promotion. She does this podcast. She's done a lot of different things. And like, you know, this was a good conversation leading into it about bands need to need to get promotion and help to get their name out, to get people to come out and see them. And that's one thing she's passionate about doing. And you'll hear about it when we talk to her. Yeah, it was a great, great, great conversation. I can't wait to be on her show. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, it just, like I said, it's always interesting to hear kind of how another podcaster is, is you know, producing their show and, and all the other stuff she does and managing some bands and promoting. And she's a singer herself and has a band on her. I don't know if she still has a band on the side, but has had a band on the side. Right. She's been a singer, you know, backup singer. Yeah, I mean, and I'm really like getting some pointers from her. I just like the fact of how she's promoting us on her episode. It's like, okay, I need to step this up. <laughs> That's right. We need to get people to the Facebook page, post more on there. Yeah. We really need people. Hey, if you're listening right now, go to Spotify, go to um, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Please follow, rate us on here because that helps us to get better guests. Like we, we know there's a lot of people listening by the downloads. We need more ratings. We need more subscriptions. You know, and I know a lot of times we have, we wait for a reveal, you know, when we had Gorman on, we're not going to necessarily say anything beforehand, but I really like the way Mary, she promotes like, okay, here's our guests coming up. There's, here's their Facebook page. Here's their podcast. Here's, you know, so I just very grateful for her for uh, doing that for us. Yeah, for sure. So she's helping promote us. She's a promoter. That's what she does. <laughs> she is. So you guys uh, kick back, relax, uh, get yourself whatever kind of beverage you like to drink and whatever your snacks are and uh, check out our great, great conversation with Mary Holt from Mama Mary's Music Mayhem Podcast. Welcome to the guest segment of this episode. As always, you guys know I throw it over to Jason to introduce our guest. Today. And 
It's my pleasure, as always, Brian, to introduce our guest. And this is going to be a, a pretty big, long intro because um, our guest is awesome and involved with a lot of different stuff. So let's see what I can do here. So we're having on Mary Holt, who's runs or is the is the host of Mama Mary's Music Mayhem live stream podcasts. She's also owner of Rock Type Rock Tight Booking Agency and Promotions in Arkansas. And a bunch of other things, but you know what? I don't want to ruin it. So we're going to, we won't, we won't, we'll let Mary talk about it. So Mary Holt, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Thanks good. for having me on guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining. I could, you know what? I'm so good. at used to doing intros and you had so much stuff on here. I'm like, <laughs> how much do I just say? And what do I talk about? I'm just going to go, you know, take a big breath. <laughs> but I didn't know if you wanted the long bio or the short. <laughs> well, you know what? I did the short bio, but you've done so many things and won awards. Like we want you to talk about all your stuff so our listeners know who you are so i didn't want to steal your thunder (laughs) so we talked the other night mary and uh let's just start you out like how you know how did the podcast start how did you get into that and then just talk about everything that happened up till then and we're gonna sit back and listen and enjoy how did you get here (laughs) where you are right now how did that happen what did you do wrong well i met y'all or met one of y'all at Rockin' Pod and um which was actually my first uh podcast convention I've ever been to and it was great to meet you know all things I think you met Brian 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 was going around being a social butterfly yeah well I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off and but we still made time for each other that's right (laughs) but um I started Mama Mary's Music Mayhem um, a little bit before the pandemic. Um, I, I was booking bands for a living and managing bands. And then the pandemic hit and I knew and seen from the inside out of what it was doing to the musicians and also what it was doing to the fans because music has helped me myself through so many good times and bad times hard times and um and I wanted to keep the fans connected with the bands and then Mama Mary's Music Mayhem was born (laughs) (laughs) so yeah go ahead sorry so you know it was just my way of continuing to promote bands um when everything was shut down and meeting new people and you know I had done live interviews with bands here locally underneath rocking with rock tight you know connected to my rock tight and you're in Arkansas correct yes yes I am a country girl (laughs) (laughs) couldn't tell (laughs) <laughs> no just that sudden twang <laughs> but you know this give me a new avenue and a, a bigger reach to actually you know reach more people and you know it was my way of trying to help people through a really hard time is how it got started so uh, how how did you get started in doing the managing and promoting Well, uh, my first start in the music industry 
way back, way back. <laughs> uh, I used to be a backup singer for a blues band called NTO, Never Too Old to Rock Your Soul, which they haven't been around in a long time. And that got me hooked on music, just being on the stage. And um, then I had my cover band, Sister Rock, and I was a lead singer with my other female lead singer, Joe. Um, we were like duo lead singers. It was like they called us Arkansas's very own version of heart. I oh, had brown wow. hair. She had the blonde hair. She played guitar. I sang, but we both sang. So it was, and we still have people asking when we're going to do a reunion. And we were just a cover band, but it was fun. Rock songs? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> um, rock, blues, country, a little bit of everything. Okay. But, um, you know, when I, uh, and during that time, I also had my own karaoke company, Softail Karaoke, and was bartending at a bar. And a lady said that she would like to have LA Guns play her venue. Well, I had met Paul Black, who used to be in L.A. Guns, mm -hmm. and we had talked and talked on the internet and stuff. I was a big fan of L.A. Guns. Well, who isn't? And, right. And I told her, you know, I can make it happen. Never done it before a day in my life, but I was bound and determined. So she gave me a budget, and I contacted them, and they're like, for you? Sure. And that's how I got my start. <laughs> wow. What, what year was that? Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me show my age. <laughs> well, I'm just curious of what, it, was, you know, uh, what members were in there. Was, was Paul singing at the time? Paul was singing at the time. Okay. I think that might have been Paul. when Tracy brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy was there. Tracy Guns was there. Yeah. Um, Paul was the lead singer. And I actually got to, and I've never seen them do this before but it was also the one-year anniversary of a female motorcycle social club that i was president of we rode for better women and abused children and it was our one-year anniversary so we threw it all in the mix this was our party too and paul knew i sang so he invited me up to sing back up on one of my favorite songs ballad of jane oh man classic <laughs> Yes, it was awesome. Um, they liked it and kept me up there for sex action and some other ones. And I, my girls were sitting on stage. And wow, it was an iconic, just crazy, awesome moment. I will never forget. Oh, I'm sure that's that's incredible. I, I love L.A. Guns. But that's how I got hooked on, you know, booking bands. <laughs> yeah, by, by playing in one. <laughs> <laughs> by beating one and then singing on stage with a freaking underrated <laughs> 80s hard rock band right <laughs> and they have a new album coming out soon too i've heard a couple of the singles off there i'm actually excited for it their li their live album they just released really good yes well, mary you talked to ace von johnson as well right yes i did i got to talk to ace von johnson um at rock and pod and I told him I was fangirling big time, big time, big time, you know, because Ace wasn't with them when right, I booked right. them. 
but I have been following Ace's career and, you know, my sponsor, Michelle from Dazzle You, you know, she's friends with him. And so it was really just awesome to have a chance to sit down and talk to him and also get to know him as a person and to also know, you know, that not only is he a musician, but he's a really cool guy mm-hmm. and he has a really cool thing that he does. He advocates for pet yep. bulls mm-hmm. and it was just really, it, it was, it was one of those moments that I will never forget and look forward to next time. Yeah, no, he's a cool dude. We, he came to our table. We talked to him. I just made fun of him for getting like drinking what one beer and getting, getting buzzed from it so he hadn't eaten like a day or something 24 hours so i just kept making fun of him that's that's what i did (laughs) well i'm sure he took it like a champ he did he just seemed like a really cool dude yeah he is he was and we did bring up the pitbull rescues and i said hey you know if you follow him on twitter he does a lot of the posting on that it's really good with interacting with the fans and you know, you could tell a lot about somebody for the way they act on social media and the fact that they're rescuing animals, helping animals. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh, my sponsor, uh, Michelle, she's at a city council meeting in BB, Arkansas right now. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about pit bulls. And Ace actually did a recording for her to advocate for them to lift the ban on pet bulls. Oh, wow. Awesome. Look at that guy. Look at him go. Look at you guys using your connections. That's for good. Oh, that's her. That's all <laughs> her. So, Michelle, that's for you, baby. That's your shout out. <laughs> what is your sponsor? You better you better shout her out here. Well, I have two amazing sponsors, um, which is Michelle Crisco, and she has Dazzle You Promotion and Marketing. And I have Sam Bone from Sam Bone Promo and they are like my sisters from another mister and they are just amazing um they uh they're just amazing uh sam you know she promotes bands from all over and she manages a band called pressure and michelle she you know manages and promotes bands you know, and goes on the Monsters of Rock tour every year and networks and they're just really awesome girls. And it's a real honor to have them as sponsors because they're really cool and they let me be me. And so it keeps it fun. And but the way they uh, sponsor me is like the Rockin' Pod. Um, Sam Bone paid for the table. Michelle paid for the room. And uh, when I go to the Josie's, Michelle is paying for that trip. And that's their way of sponsoring me is when we get the opportunity to network outside the office, they refuse to let me pay for anything. We argue Hmm. about that all the time. Brian, get a sponsor. Uh, Doesn't yeah, anybody from uh, South Dakota want to sponsor or North Dakota want to sponsor us? Since I've been talking to Mary, I mean, wheels are spinning. We're we're a little <laughs> leery of like, I think I told this when Mary, when you and I were talking, like a little leery of getting in anything that seems like business-esque. <laughs> well, you don't want it to change, you know, change your podcast and you don't want it to make it to where it's not fun and you can't be yourself, you know, and that's, that's, 
I hope you find someone like that. And because you guys are awesome. And oh, thank you. You deserve the help and you deserve more people to know about you. Well, Brian, you'll have to stop with all that damn swearing if we get sponsors. <laughs> My sponsors let me swear. Well, it's funny. Like when people find out they can curse, it's like, oh, I can't. like, yeah, you can curse. Like, this is great. We're like, we're not losing any sponsors. <laughs> well, I have people ask me that all the time. They're like, uh, so is this censored? And I'm like, wait, first of all, are y'all censored? <laughs> no. Okay. No, okay. only I if say, like you were to say no. something like really like disparaging against somebody yeah. or like, I you say, know, no, be yourself, you know, <laughs> I say if people go into stories and there's been crimes committed, do not use any real names and use allegedly. That's my rule. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't talk about crimes or, yeah. If you do use different names and say allegedly that way we are not part of whatever's going on. We know nothing. My name's Bennett and I'm not in it. <laughs> so Mary, can you uh, take us uh, into talking about StreamYard? We got to talk about that a little the other night, but if you could go really like specific and slow for dumb guys like us that can't understand, but it sounds very interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I actually, when I first started, I didn't really know how to use StreamYard. I was taught then just this little bit and I went and I looked on YouTube I looked on internet and researched and learned how to do you know StreamYard because StreamYard has so many awesome and I probably don't know them all I'm still learning every day um, but StreamYard has so many awesome features to where you know you can do live streams uh you can have really awesome backgrounds. Um, you can play live videos. Now, wow. if you're on Facebook, Facebook will do their thing and do their mutant. But the good thing is with StreamYard, you can download either the video. You can download both the video and audio file. So as long as you have written permission from the band, then you can keep it on your YouTube channel and everything. So you can actually go live on multiple platforms at the same time. Oh, wow. So Facebook live, YouTube, Instagram. And what, what do we, what can we do? I haven't, All that? Done, I haven't done Instagram yet, but I do okay. know that StreamYard will go live on Instagram. Um, and I believe StreamYard will go live on Twitter as well, but I have not tried those two okay. because my interviews they start, you know, we schedule like an hour to, you know, whether they want to or not. And we end up talking for two hours because we're having so much fun. So it actually gets to be too long to put on some. Platform. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, um, I am looking to, you know, put teasers from interviews on those platforms. So we're still we're still building, you know, but. I think we got a good start. <laughs> we met awesome people like you. See, it's all worth it then. Fans, right? <laughs> I also had to compliment you the other night, Marion, that you also had a couple of young young artists out of Nashville, that being uh, Connor Shank and, and Connor. Brother, Dust, Brother Dusty from the Dusty. Reveal. We know those guys. 
Oh, yes. They walked by my, they actually walked up to my table. Um, I think Michelle or Lisa brought one of them, but the other one just walked up and was like, you know, um, he handed me a CD and I was like, hey, sit down. I got time, you know. And so, you know, I'm all about kind of helping all bands, you know, up and coming bands, unknown bands, big bands, you know, legendary. And also, you know, interviewing people behind the scenes, like the workers, the stagehands, um, the managers, uh, the ones that are producing the awesome videos mm -hmm. or you know, anything to do with the music scene is what Mama Mary is all about. Very familiar, Brian, to, to what you're trying to accomplish and have been accomplishing with the podcast. Kudos. Me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, you know, a lot of it is like, hey, there are so many good, I say this every podcast, people are probably banging their head against the wall, but there are so <laughs> many good rock bands out there right now that just don't get a platform to be heard or shared it's not like the radio is not playing anything or anywhere else and like there is a good group of young up-and-coming rock bands and you know it's a shame they don't have more of an outlet for for people to know about them so we try to do our best with them exactly you know and because there's so like you said there's so many diamonds in the rough mm -hmm. that i have heard from the first time you know either you know like someone that is promoting them has contacted me or they might have just seen you know mm -hmm. one of my live streams or word of mouth and I'm like sure you know sure let's do this let's do this and I have seen and learned so much about so many awesome bands of all genres that I I could hear you know I could see being on the radio I could see being you know, like Metallica one day, mm -hmm. if they get the right person out there that sees them or hears them. So if just like y'all, if, you know, if I can help by putting, putting them on my podcast and at least, you know, putting them in front of new people, or maybe somebody shares it to somebody that knows somebody that, you know, and it makes a difference, then it makes it all worth it, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And like, I'm a big music fan and the best part of being on this podcast, other than hanging out with my friend, Brian is learning about these new bands. I probably wouldn't find out otherwise and really, really getting into them. like the Georgia Thunderbolts. We had those guys on a while back. And as soon as I heard them, like these guys are going to be somebody joyous wolf, same thing. You know, them dirty roses and Magnolia Bayou. And then, you know, recently the dead deads and all these other people. I'm like, man, I don't know if I would know about any of these bands if if I wasn't a part of this podcast. And it's well, a shame because they're all good. It will, and see, that's the thing is, you know, and that's why when I was at Rockin' Pod, I made sure to try to network with the other podcasters and, you know, was like, hey, let's all support each other. Let's bring each other on each other's shows. Yeah. Because there are so many bands out there that, that need and deserve that extra push if we all come together and we start helping each other and sending each other bands and you know promoting each other and cross-promoting mm -hmm. then us as a family maybe 
we will be the ones to make the difference in that diamond in the rough's life. You know, I, I think you're hundred percent right. Like we had Mark Goodman, uh, Don Jameson and Matt Penfield on a rock and pod. And they were all like, you guys are the new radio, essentially radio that can break and bring, you know, and thank you guys for doing it. You're right, man. Cause I, I you know, if we're not all doing it, they're just not getting it on corporate radio or anything else. And it's just, it's just not happening, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually very happy to be part of this. Very honored to do that and help promote some of these great, great. bands. We just had on Chris from the cold series a couple weeks ago. Didn't know a lot about them. Now I'm obsessed with that band. That is a <laughs> hell of a band. I'm like, I can't stop listening to that new album of theirs either. And like, I probably wouldn't have known shit about them. Right. Right. Well, see, that's like, you know, I manage two bands myself and it's totally different genres. One is metal and one is rock. And um, one, my metal band is 13X out of Arkansas. And for metal, they are the type that even if you don't like metal, when you see them live, they make you like them. Mm -hmm. Because they're just awesome people and they put on an awesome show. And Luke Shoemaker, my rock man, I mean, he's in the running right now um, on DWP Twitch to play Rockville, and they had never heard of him. And it's by, the vote is by chat only. And once they heard him, they're like, oh my gosh, who's this Luke Shoemaker, you know? And they, he's, he's made it to the next one and made it to the next one. And he just made it to the next one last night. So he's in the September bracket, but these are people that never heard him before, but now they've heard his music and they're like, dude, you know, so that just shows you, it just takes one person that to hear you and to hear your music and it just reach out and grab them that you might be the next, you know, you might be the next Beyonce, you might be the next Steven Tyler, you might be the next, you know, Trisha Yearwood, you never know. <laughs> so you're talking about Arkansas and Jason, you got to know that uh, Mary knows uh, all about the France. Oh, talk to yes. I almost so, oh man. Well, before we get into Arkansas bands, I could have seen Drew into France Saturday night. So they were playing in Dayton and my band was playing Dayton Porch Fest Saturday. It was 8 billion degrees. So by the time we set up, played, broke down, hung out with our house hosts, had dinner with friends. I just, I didn't have the energy and I, they were 20 minutes away and I feel really bad. I got to send Drew a note, but they're a kick-ass band. Oh, they are, they are all, I have seen them many a times and I, I, the first time I heard about them, I had no clue who they were, but the first time I seen them, I was like, all right, all right, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. And they, they are one of the, you know, one of the big bands here from Arkansas. Yeah. They're yeah. Doing great and big things. I mean, yep. they just here in Little Rock at the Red Room opened up for Buck Cherry. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they they are going places. I see them going all the way and I wish them nothing, nothing but and the And a good they, dude. Like, honestly, a good guy. They, it just makes me happy to see stuff like that, you know. Who else would we 
from that little rock area, you know, local regional music scene, who else might we like or who else do you see around there or recommend? Oh my goodness. Oh, there's so many. Um, you know, Hell Camino. Hell Camino yeah. is like southern muddy blues metal. They got their own sound. It it's it's it sounds amazing. It, it would go along with southern rock to some people, southern and it has a heavier riff to some. They're awesome. I love them guys. Um Exit from Dark. Uh they are playing, you know, all over in Arkansas, and they're really, you know, they're coming out with new music. Uh, stays in Vegas. They're, I mean, there's just some solidify. Um, <laughs> solidify. I love them guys. They are just amazing and just great people. Um, oh my gosh, there's so many. Um, I know I'm forgetting. <laughs> Let's see. Um, and then Dean Agus out of Hot Springs. He's also a promoter. Um, he's put he puts on Rocktoberfest, uh, Spall City Rocktoberfest every year. But he's also a musician and he's got an iconic voice. Uh, there's a lot of great cover bands uh, like Jet 420. There's uh, let's see, there's um, one that's a cover band slash original Hooker Red. There's just so many great bands here that are just, just need to be heard. <laughs> Sounds there's, awesome. There's, there's a lot. And if I forgot you, it's not because mama don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> what about what our friends you? in Greasy Tree who we've had on? Do you know those guys? Uh, no, I do not, but I will have to check them check out. Check them out. Yeah. Really yeah now I got a new one. Yeah, they are. All yeah, right. Greasy Tree. And they're they're not out of Little Rock. I forget which town they're out they're of. They're close to there. I can't remember yeah. the name of the town either. Maybe an hour or so away or something, but yeah. Jason and I uh, have some friends up in New York City, uh, friends from through the podcast, a couple bands that I think you'd really like and really fit on your show. And one is called Jane Lee Hooker. Uh, they're all girls except the drummer. Obviously, a tip of the hat to John Lee Hooker. Yeah, and there's blues a band rock called band. a band called oh. Ten Ton. There's a band called Ten Ton Mojo, and I'm going to send you some music. Oh yes, they're incredible. You'd love them. You'll love. Well, them. even Rob Cloris, his band there, uh, Split Second Meltdown, yeah. which is kind of a throwback to '90s hard rock, alternative rock, which is really good. So you know, Rob played keyboard uh, for the Black Crows for a little bit and done stuff with um, Colin Hay and a bunch of other people, John Popper. Is really good. I mean, it sounds like hard '90s rock. Yeah. Like, wow. Awesome. Awesome. And I will also send y'all over. I will get in touch with Paul Black, um, and get get y'all connected with him. He has a band that he's doing now. It's called Sonic Boom, and it is it is really cool. It is to me. It sounds like you know, kind of like hippie rock almost mm -hmm. but it's also jazzy and southerny and it's just great it's just cool. great so i mean i've got so many i can send over to you that you know there is so many southern jay jones um jay jones he's managed by 434 management um he is headbanging he calls himself headbanging country but it's more like southern rock 
awesome dude awesome dude awesome music um like i said there's just oh there's a lot there's so many and actually jay jones is from the memphis area and tennessee area but there is just so many that i mean dude i could send you a list (laughs) yeah i mean same with us you know, I, I brought up the Georgia Thunderbolts. They're great. Like, if you don't know them, listen to them. They're like the next Skinnerd. Um, them Dirty Roses, cool band out of Alabama. We dig those guys a lot. Uh, Magnolia Bayou out of, I think, are they Alabama or Mississippi? Mississippi. Uh, Gulfport, Mississippi. Mississippi. Uh, they're crushing it. Um, who else did we talk to that would be really good? Some of our friends in Arkansas, Mojo Thunder is another mm-hmm. band that's pretty good. Um, I don't know, Brian. There's a great band that I interviewed not too long ago, and it's called, their abbreviation is MRI. It's Mercury and Retrograde. Hmm. You like rock? Dude, check them out. They are. It's a cool name. They are amazing. They are just amazing. Uh, I mean, I have so many bands that I've interviewed that have, and they blown me away. I, I can't say I've actually come across any that I would not listen to on a daily basis. Oh, sure. I, I mean, you like blues stuff because you sing back up in a blues band. Definitely t- check out Jane Lee Hooker. They have two albums out. Uh, third's getting ready to come out. And they are, they are a female blues band. They have uh, two lead guitar players. So you get you know, a lot of solos and stuff. Uh, very good stage presence. Ton of stuff on YouTube. Full concerts that you can but see. They're like heavy blues, like abrasive and just tough. And yeah, it, yeah, awesome. Y'all need to check out Moonshine Mafia. Moonshine. Oh, I like that name. Oh. That's a good name. Now, Anna Brazilla, we call her the boss lady. She is amazing, amazing, and it's that southerny bluesy. Oh, dude, y'all will love her. And check out Mojo Alice as well. Mojo Alice. More Mojo bands. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of Mojo. Mojo. Thunder. (laughs) Pinton Mojo. There's a Mojo Blacktop, I think, or Blacktop Mojo. Blacktop Mojo. Blacktop Mojo. Mojo. Yeah, they're pretty heavy. I've heard some of their stuff. I like them. Oh, yeah. But you will absolutely love Moonshine Mafia. And they are from Arkansas. And they are... What's up in Arkansas with all these good bands? Like you don't think, hey, Arkansas is a you know good. It's it's a good music destination. It doesn't sound like you need to drive up to Nashville to. Oh no, no, I do because I've got bands up there that I love. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, Claire Cunningham, she's from Nashville. I absolutely love her. If y'all need to check her out, you know, there's just, I mean, there's so many awesome bands that I have had the honor of either interviewing meeting or getting turned on to by another band that i mean it's amazing the talent that is out there that nobody knows about or that i have seen come from just starting in in a couple months to blowing up you know like claire cunningham she is just First time I seen her, she was in a rock band called uh, Mother Thunder. And next thing I know, she's doing country and Irish music, and she's amazing. I was I was really hoping with the um, 
really with uh, satellite radio coming on that they would have more channels that would be promoting and playing newer music. They don't, they've kind of fallen back into what corporate rate. I mean, they, they might play instead of the same 20 songs, they play the same 40 songs. And it's really disappointing to me that there's not a channel or channels devoted to really new rock. I, I think that there's a market for it, but God, somebody's got to do it. Well, I have actually talked to uh, me and Michelle has talked about it for several months, have talked about actually trying to start up our own station and actually bringing some podcasters like you and some others on and giving them a spot to showcase because there is, like you said, there's so many bands that just aren't getting that radio play that really truly should be. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a shame. It's a shame, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, back in the 80s, you had FM radio, um, you had MTV, then VH1. I mean, you had all these different avenues. And now it's just, it's like the internet. You got podcasts, you have people on their on their YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or whatever you got. It's, it's to, I would hate to be a new upcoming band. I had to try to break the scene because, you know, other than touring and like doing it at the local level, I don't know what you do. It's, it is, I have seen from being in a band and managing bands, it is really hard, you know, especially when you start to get outside your region mm-hmm. to try to break out. But it only takes that one person to hear you on one show that next thing you know, you know, you're going to be getting a call saying, hey, do you want to play, you know, the Proving Grounds at Rocklahoma? Uh, do you want to play, you know, do you want to open for this band in Texas, you know, and it's all about, you know, if you hear a great band and you see a great band, you know, actually telling people about them. It's like I tell all the bands I interview that the Mama Mary platform, the Facebook page, if you have a show, you have a new video, you have new music coming out, don't ask. Put it on there. Mm-hmm. That's what it's there for. It's there to promote all music, all bands, at all levels. So, you know, and I've been known to shove it down people's throat. <laughs> My saying is I will shove it down your throat and make it <laughs> like it, or you will like it just so I will shut up. <laughs> yeah. You know, our Facebook page for this podcast is we want people to put bands, whether it's yours, somebody else, new, old establish just share um you know we do get some good stuff sometimes i wish we got some more people promoting stuff usually it's brian and i posting but you know that's it's another avenue for things but it's just really it is pretty sad it's disappointing i'm especially disappointed at satellite radio well we're well you know now we're going to start cross promoting each other yes so watch out world because (laughs) i'm gonna get these two on mama mary's music mayhem and that's just going to be the start of it. And then we're going to take over. <laughs> you need to get these guys on, the Dead Deads, out of Nashville. I, I sent you a song of the Dead Deads, Mary. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A cool I, trio. Awesome. They're, they're getting ready to support T- Candlebox on the fall tour. Oh, yeah. But they have really good kind of uh, 
melodic poppy hard rock or punk rock punk, i don't yeah, know how punk to like melodic they're extremely talented <laughs> incredible and that's i love all styles styles of music so that's right up my alley <laughs> and they're um on their new album so the new album's getting ready to come out i got a pre-ordered but uh one of the songs they have a duet with Corey taylor on there oh, and it's really really good the video is out definitely check it out murder ballad part two a murder ballad okay let me write this down no. <laughs> <laughs> murder ballad part two <laughs> yeah okay okay and they're a super nice a group cool band uh musicians that have been around a while kind of established and have have this one um their original drummer uh left and he's now the drummer for the wild feathers oh wow so they went from a, a, a you know a four piece to a three piece and yeah so i mean they you know and like i said they're opening up for candle box and that's a good audience to get them in front of people but man oh man it's just you know you got to find the right people on the right tour i mentioned earlier love joyous wolf those guys are great i randomly heard their stuff just was listening to an album on amazon and it just stopped and played start playing like who are these guys i'm like joyous wolf holy shit and um you know then all of a sudden they're out now you know they were torn with dirty honey and then some other people and but geez oh pete's man it's just you know, if you get lucky and get on with a good, good uh, band that has a, a following, not everybody's so lucky. Right. That's that's true. That's true. I mean, I have um, a friend of mine named Fred who manages a band in Texas and they're called Redline Drive. It's 80s style music and they are just epic, epic. I'm a big fan of theirs. And I seen the first time I seen them. I actually had them playing, um, well, no, I seen them at uh, Gas Monkey. They were opening up with another local for another national. And then we all became really great friends. Me and Fred became really great friends. And I have seen them go from, you know, just starting out to now they've got, I think they just had a new album come out. They got another one coming out. They're dropping singles all the time and they're opening for Sliba. They're opening for, you know, all kinds of nationals and just really, just really getting out there. And it's really awesome when you see, you know, amazing bands that are amazing people get opportunities and you get to sit back and watch them grow like that. And you know, kudos to Fred and the, the Redline Drive team because he's doing amazing things for them and those boys deserve it, you know. So, I mean, it's it's just amazing of what you can see and hear if you just take the time and listen. Yeah, you're 100% right. There is so much good stuff on there. You've got to find it. Brian is super good at finding pants. I don't know. If, I think you use Facebook. You're like, hey, you like these guys you may like. And like mm -hmm. Brian finds people all the time. It's amazing because I'll think like, how could there be more bands out there? And then five there's, more. There's more good something. bands out there. Another band I think that you would dig, Mary, is Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I've heard that name. Oh, just uh, he's an outstanding guitar player. Um, his band is great. They've got uh, 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 Brad Whitford's kid from um, uh, Aerosmith as the other guitar player. Just phenomenal. I saw I saw those guys and the Georgia Thunderbolts about a month ago in Ohio on the same bill together. And it was absolutely amazing. 
dude, I'm just ecstatic that we got to meet at Rockin' Pod and got to make this connection because it sounds like we both love what we're doing and we're doing it for the same reasons. And I, I, I'm just so excited because <laughs> there's like-minded people out there yeah. and I think we can do some amazing things for all these awesome bands, you know, and it's just, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, I am too. You know, and I introduce a lot of my friends and stuff to these bands because they're very, they're like me. They like some, and they're like, wow, how, you know, how'd you find these guys? Or I would have never heard about these guys if it wasn't for you. And like, that's the problem. We need, right? we need more, we need more <laughs> people like us. <laughs> right. So if you're out there and you're like-minded, you need to get in touch with us. And see get a podcast. It's easy. I mean, I, if I'm doing it, anybody can. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm no professional. I just learn as I go and everybody seems to enjoy it. And they see, you know, cause the main thing that I tell all the bands that I interview is I don't do scripted interviews. I want to get to know the musicians behind the band and I want them to have fun. And yeah, I want them to just want to have a chat. It's a long, yeah. you know, and talking to the other people, they like these to be on these because it is a long form interview and it's not just, Hey, tell us about the new album, the new single. Okay. Thanks. Good luck on tour. <laughs> you know, when we had people like Steve Gorman, I spent 20 minutes talking sports with Steve Gorman. I'm like, one of my life dreams have been fulfilled. You know, I'm talking to a guy from my favorite band ever talking sports which i love and kevin martin from candlebox you know it's like they just we get to have these other conversations that you normally wouldn't get to have right and it was funny because i was interviewing this band one time and they started talking about wrestling and i kind of giggled and they were like what's so funny and i'm like uh in my 20s i was an amateur wrestler <laughs> And they're like, no kidding. And I sent them the picture of me and my blonde hair and sitting on the side of the ring. And they were like, you weren't kidding. I'm like. You were like singing and wrestling. <laughs> you need to write a book about your life. <laughs> I've done a little bit of everything. And I, I just say I'm a master of uh, what's that? Famous? Jack of all trades, master Jack of, of all none. Trades, master of none. <laughs> I know the feeling. Trust me. <laughs> So, Mary, do you have time for a lightning round? Sure. We always, uh, towards the end of the show or right before the, I say, Jason, is at that time of the show? And it's when I get to just throw real fast, easy questions at you. First thing that comes to mind, it's not, you know, they're not deep, okay? Okay. All right. What is the first concert you ever saw? It was Foreigner. Oh, where was it? In Germany. In Germany. Germany. Why were you, why were you in Germany? I'm an army brat. Oh, good for you. <laughs> uh where which which base were you at? Uh I don't pronounce it properly. Uh I called it Gallenkirchen, but I think it's Gallenkirchen or Gallenkirchen. Something. Yeah, it's near Frankfurt. Well, Frankfurt, of course, is a big military <laughs> base. I'm not surprised you were there. Uh yeah. what is the with the AWACS thingies. <laughs> Heck yeah. I've, I've been to Frank, not the military base, but I've flown into Frankfurt and trained to Berlin. It's Europe is beautiful. Yes, it is. What is the last concert you've seen? The last concert I've seen was 13X at Magic Springs and opening up for All That Remains. When was that? 
That was July 4th weekend. All right. Well, you're due to see another show. I think it's time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is the first album you remember owning? Oh, my gosh. My first album I remember owning was Lita Ford. Uh, which which one? Which one? Had Kiss Me Deadly. Oh, that was um. Yeah. Oh God, I can't remember the name of the album though. I can see the cover in my head though. And I lied. The last concert I uh, I lied about the last concert. Last concert was the Rock and Park Free Party. Oh, there you go. With um, <laughs> uh, what was it? What were they called? The um, oh, I forget. Kristen Bike. Oh, you saw okay. So you saw Tommy Skio's band. Okay. Yeah. I'm a big Tesla guy. Oh, me too. I sing. Um, I love those guys. I got a video I'll send you. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> please do. I took all my family a couple of years ago to see Tesla play in the area. I'm like, I'm going to go show you guys, but both kids and like, we're going, we're going to go. So yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Give us your favorite venue to see a show. My favorite venue to see a show so far has been mm, oh that's a hard one so far my favorite venue that i have seen a show has been here at in little rock at riverfront amphitheater second was rocklahoma very cool very cool i used to spend some time in little rock uh, with the previous company i was with i used to stay at the peabody downtown with the flying saucer all that stuff it's a really cool area oh yes and you can sit there on your picnic blanket with your mm-hmm. little koozie and your little cooler on some concerts, other concerts, not so much. And you don't have to feel crowded and it's right by the water. Awesome. Now you were also a musician. Obviously we've heard you were a singer. Where was your favorite venue to perform in? My favorite stage I've ever sang on was I got a chance to sing one song as backup on that stage at Riverfront with Poison. No kidding. Oh, come on. How did, how did this come about? <laughs> uh, when I had, when I was in the blues band NTO, I had a music manager that owned a limousine company and a friend of mine named Wayne Willems owned Little Rock Entertainment and he also ran a local bar And the radio guy was looking for a limo for Brett Michaels. And Wayne told me I didn't need to get down there and sing karaoke. I got up there and I sang. And the guy told me that, you know, he called me over and Wayne introduced us. And so he said he was looking for a limo for Brett Michaels to go to his radio interview and whatever he needed to do. And I said, okay, well, I'm looking to least get on stage and sing one song with Brett Michaels. So what kind of deal can we make? (laughs) And uh, he said, well, um, I can get you on there for one song as a backup singer, give you 20 uh, general mission tickets. Wow. uh, Five VIP tickets. If you will give us full access the whole time that Brett is here I went to my music manager. He thought, excuse my language, he thought, because at that time I was really itty bitty and kind of a little haughty. He thought the guy was just trying to get my pants. (laughs) (laughs) And I told him, no, it's real. And so we had this meeting set up and 
signed on the dotted line and he gave us the tickets and I thought I was going to freeze. I went to my one of my favorite venues that isn't around anymore, which is Gators on the River, and give a lot of my karaoke fans and a lot of my band fans tickets and told them this. And they thought I was full of poop. But they still went to the concert because it's free concert tickets. Yeah. So when I got there, they rushed me to the VIP tent told my manager to stay there and they took me to the side of the stage and he said okay after unskinny bop you go to any mic but uh brett's because his his was standing in the middle and you're going to be doing a backup it's not even a poison song it was rock and roll all night party every day oh really wow so i was sitting there looking at 8875 people and thinking I'm going to freeze and look like a dumbass. <laughs> and he, I heard the last thing of unskinny bump and he goes, go. And so I ran to CC's mic and I found friends right there in the front row. That's what I concentrated on. And yeah, it was awesome. And so they, they let you sing with them even without showing you could sing or anything. Yeah, there was me and they had two girls that actually won some kind of radio contest. Okay. And they were on the other microphone and I was the only one on CeCe's microphone and it was awesome. It was, oh, heck yeah. I forget, but <laughs> I mean, cause I'm not going to lie. I've always had a big crush on Brett. So <laughs> afterwards I'm backstage and I'm just sitting here and I'm still trying to take everything in. And um, the drummer, <laughs> Bobby, came up to me and um, he was like, hey, you're that girl that was on stage singing with us. And I'm like, Mary, you're here for business. You're here for business. And I'm like, yeah, that was me. And he's like, hey, you know, you want to come hang out, and drink some beers and stuff? And I was like, sure. And I will not tell the rest of that story because I thought I was going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you I didn't. Did, but I didn't. And I did get to hang out with them and drink some beers. And it was something I will never forget. And I'm just proud of myself. I kept it very business and professional. But yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and this is why we love the lightning round because we never know where it may lead. Right, Brian? <laughs> There's the tour story right there. There's the tour story. Uh, give us a good recommendation for a restaurant in Little Rock. Oh, Sticky Fingers Rock and Roll Chicken Shack. Got Stick the best chicken. Oh, my goodness. Got the best chicken fingers, the best chicken dinners. It is not your average chicken. Chris King and crew are phenomenal, and they are legendary for their their yeah. Do, do they have to pay Mick Jagger for using the name Sticky Fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to ask Chris that. <laughs> With Brian being a huge Rolling Stones fan, you're going to remember the name of that restaurant. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sticky Fingers Rock and Roll Chicken Shack. It, yeah. I um, like it. I like it. Um, he also owns the Red Room, which is um, one of the premier venues 
here at the river market for bands that touring bands to come through and play. Yeah. Nice. Now, have you gone to the Bill Clinton presidential library? Yes, I have once and it's, it's cool, but once is enough for me. Once was enough. I ate lunch there. (laughs) When I went. Now when they have different things, like anything to do with like they're having a, a, uh expo or you know yeah. anything like that if it's music related i'll go i mean but. it's it's like a big rectangular you know it's not like it's it looks like a trailer it looks like a big mobile home trailer yeah. that is souped up on stilts yeah absolutely <laughs> it, it's that's true i mean that's if that's what they were going for they nailed it <laughs> <laughs> me really <laughs> <laughs> okay going back to your performers um if you could play with one band or artist for one night living or dead who would it be it would be ozzy oh and what would you want to perform is there a specific song you're like we got to do that one? oh Singing lead us part and close my eyes forever. There you go. You can do the duet. You no, know, actually, that would have been my first choice. <laughs> but um, actually, you know, his new song, Under the Graveyard, mm-hmm. that, believe it or not, even though if you listen to the lyrics, um, that helped me through my battle with cancer. Okay. So one of those two. When, how are you doing, too, with your, with your fight? uh for around four months now cancer free oh good i mean that's good to hear congratulations yeah 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 my wife uh four years ago bottom but i got got a little pikachu ponytail but now you're healthy (laughs) at least and you have a white ribbon on your shirt is that um to signify the kind of cancer that you were up against i'm also a diabetic is that yeah. what the white ribbon is? I bet it. Okay. There are a lot of ribbons out there and I don't know what they all mean. Yeah. I'll show you the back of this shirt. Okay. That may help me. Oh, there you go. Be nice to diabetics. What's it say? Do you know, we deal with, I can't see the bottom. Be nice to diabetics. We deal with a lot of pricks. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Very awesome. Well, you know, good luck with the rest of your fight against cancer. I've got my wife uh, five years ago, this descent, coming this summer, she was diagnosed with breast cancer at a young old age of 41. So well, um, I beat it. I have beaten it twice. Have you really? Right on. Well, God love you. And hopefully this is the last time that you have to beat it. And hashtag, excuse my language, hashtag fuck, fuck cancer. cancer. And yep. Cancer sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Especially uh, for young people like yourself and my wife, well, you're like you you're know, hearing about um, it. You know, there's a there's a there's an event that happens every year here in Arkansas in Little Rock, and it's called Monsters of Todd, and they are awesome. And I'm happy to be one of the sponsors this year. And this year, um, they do it every year, and it is to raise money to help pay for medical expenses for a family that has a child going through cancer. Yeah. And this year is kind of really dear near and dear to my heart because a friend of mine um a friend of mine's daughter Goldie Griggs 
She is three. Mm. She has a, a neuroblastoma and she has been put through the ringer. Yeah. And she is a trooper. And this year they are doing it to raise money to help with her expenses. And so if you are in Arkansas area, go to Monsters of Todd and there is a donation link if you can't make it or there is a live show with a bunch of autographed memorabilia from all kinds of awesome bands and there's awesome bands playing and all proceeds go to help go to would you mind sharing a link to our facebook page for that so the the, i would love to help promote Mm -hmm. that and and donate to that as well so i will i will gladly and and they do it every year and it is one of the most reputable organizations that i've ever come across because what they say they're going to do they do and they have helped so many families and put smiles on so many amazing children, some that unfortunately lost the battle, yep. some have won the battle, but they were there and got to enjoy and be the rock star. And, and it helped their family out financially. And it's, it's an amazing organization. And I'll say two things about that. One, thank you and everybody who's contributing to that organization and, and for that organization. And number two, I hate that we have to actually have an organization like that. It's, it's sad. It's sad, you know, because um, Todd, uh, one of the, you know, main people over it, Todd Mills, you know, he broke it down. And when he broke it down to me and I actually found out just how much uh, he wouldn't name the name out of respect, but just how much um, some of the organizations that are larger that are raising money for children's cancer, how much actually goes to help the children and their family. It was it was disgraceful. And that's that's mm-hmm. why, you know, they did it in honor of their brother that passed away, Todd Mills. And um, so he was a musician, a local musician. So they started this to carry on his word and his honor and to help families. And it's just awesome. It is. Well, please put the link on our page. I would love to participate. It's just too much of that crap that goes on in the world. My band pre-COVID times used to always have a fundraiser called Kick Cancer's Ass Benefit. Nice. Uh, one day we hope to be doing that again soon when it's a little bit safer yeah. to have a bunch of people together. Woo get back on it you know so we've all been touched by that in in some way shape or form and again i'd love to help contribute to that to that cause i will definitely put the link on your page thank you and i know our listeners are very generous and helpful and they'd love to donate as well this year they have went um they have been amazed because this year uh on the gofundme last time i i seen it I believe it was like 27,000 was already uh, already raised and they were trying to hit that 30,000 more. She's had several surgeries. Um, she has had part of her um, intestines taken out, one of her kidneys taken out. She's going through stem cell right now. She mm. has been through the ringer and she, when she's out of the hospital, she's on her daddy's drum set. 
playing <laughs> drums or she's got her yellow boots on jump jumping in the puddles the rain just puddles. being a kid in a kid she is a trooper she is amazing well you know best of uh, luck to her and health and hopefully she gets you know beats this thing and has a full life in front of her well if anybody can do it that little girl can <laughs> well, good well, well we'll be praying for her for sure all right um last question for you give us recommend a good streaming series or movie that you discovered during all this downtime when COVID was ruining everything. <laughs> uh, the family of the mafia. <laughs> what is it? Family of mafia. Family of mafia. Where do we find family of mafia and what is it? I found it on Hulu. Okay. And it actually has like the Gotti family on there. Okay. And uh, others on there that have been involved in the mob and got so it's out. like a docu-series uh well it's actually telling their story no it's not a docu-series it's them and their family actually telling their side of oh went on. interesting and yeah it's it's yeah i like that kind of stuff and i also like scary movies so oh heck yeah i mean come on who doesn't like scary <laughs> movies my husband goes how can you like me like this? But What's the last good scary movie that you've seen? Oh my gosh. We watched one last night and it was 28. I think it was called 28 weeks later or something. The sequel to 28 days later. I, I don't think it was too scary to me. Nah, it was, it was just a zombie like, movie. It was more, that was more actiony than. Yeah. I like the ones that make me like jump and scream. What is an all-time favorite horror movie for you? Oh my gosh! Oh, all-time favorite horror movie. Or one of one of your couple. Give me your couple favorites, like timeless. The Ring. Okay, I saw uh, that. Yeah, freaky. Yeah, Very freaky. Okay. Um. Oh gosh, there's so many. I like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Stephen King. Anything Stephen King. I love Stephen King. Um, some of the zombie movies. Uh, Return yeah. of the Living Dead from 1985 is great. Great soundtrack. Love that movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's got to scare me. It's got, yeah. to, it's got to make me watch through my fingers or squeal like a little girl before I really think it's cool. <laughs> did you watch the new it movies the two that came out yeah i did and there were some parts that scared me and uh, i don't know some parts that I, it was cool i yeah. would watch it again my you know, husband's like the clowns are just yeah, icky anyway like it's got clowns i don't like clowns. exactly unless it's killer clowns from outer space i like that one have you seen that one <laughs> You know, I think I have a long time ago, but I don't remember it, but I remember the name. <laughs> it's more funny than anything, you know, but it's great. Like it brought fun of a horror movie kind of It's thing. not really making fun of horror movies. It's more, I mean, it. I don't know. You just have to see it. I think it's been on Amazon and Netflix. Brian, I highly recommend Killer Clowns from Outer Space. has a soundtrack <laughs> by the Dickies, if you know who the Dickies, a punk band. Uh, really cool it's just great it's good practical effects and 
Okay. Uh, neat concept. Um, yeah, killer clowns from oh. outer space. That, that sounds like a movie that I maybe would have seen prior to retiring. Ingesting things? Yeah. It, it makes you feel like you've ingested things all, after you watched all it. Mind and mood altering substance, except for <laughs> caffeine and sugar. Right, right. Prior to that, well, I may have watched it. You could still watch Killer Clowns <laughs> from Outer Space if people are easily scared and it's not going to scare you. It's pretty creative. I'll tell you, next time I'm really sick and I, and I have to take NyQuil, that, that counts. So I'll watch yeah, it it's from like 1988, <laughs> I think. I think it came out in 88. So it's not. But I'm in a NyQuil haze. And you're in a NyQuil haze. <laughs> All right, my last horror question for you, Mary, is which series do you prefer, Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th? Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, come on. I mean, look at my name and you're going to choose Nightmare on the Street. <laughs> Dang it. I set that up for you. You missed it. We got to interview one of the original Jason Voorhees. Oh, really? Which one? Uh, gosh, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. But uh, if you go to my YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, and go down. Um, there is an interview that has John uh, Jennerish uh, okay. from Texas, which is a promoter. And it had him on it, and it had uh, do from that TV show, um, Parolees and Pet Bulls. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, which, which uh, who from then? Uh, oh gosh, see y'all making me think now. Ah, his name is on the tip of my tongue. Dang it, he's got dread. Oh, uh, Mo and uh, uh, Kanani. Uh, yeah. Is it, is it Kanani? He's got long dreads. He's from New Orleans. I know who you're talking about. He cooked for his mom. He's so freaking cool. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But yeah, they're all three on that interview, so... I'll check it out. Like there, there's been a few Jasons. I know the most famous one's Kane Hodder. He was little Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Oh, when from the first one, he pops out of the, the pond at the very end. Mm. Well, I will check it out because I mean, I love horror movies. <laughs> I like both Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. Much, and I really like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So, <laughs> that Mary, that's my pick for you. If you're looking for a horror movie, check it out. All right. I'm it's easy to remember killer clowns from outer space i'll watch that tonight and <laughs> i've got a movie for you since you like guitars okay go to apple tv and watch my buddy parcher varsity's the original charvel game yes this yes. came out and also uh watches movie cherry future two awesome I... movies but awesome dude I'm going to do it. I know my daughter has Apple TV from an Apple purchase phone or something. I need to get her login, uh, <laughs> but I will get it. Thing is on Apple TV and Cherry Futures on is Amazon. on Amazon. Yep, I've got. I definitely have the Amazon login. Well, I'll get the Apple TV from her and I'll check those out. Really cool shows. A really cool movies made by a really awesome dude. Well, Mary, great talking to you. Check out mary's mama mary's music mayhem live stream podcast she is live it's not recorded like what we're doing now it is actually live it is also a video format you could see people correct yes and i look forward to having y'all on there 
You I'm game. Your face. <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't know if everyone wants to see my face, but I have my my daughter doing my makeup or something, so I look presentable. I'll, I'll do my all my hair that I have up, up nice. Maybe I'll wear a hat. I don't know. We might misbehave <laughs> since we're not the responsible hosts. We, we, oh, that's we, right, Brian. We yes. Yourself, we're gonna goof off. Or Mama's gonna come spank your butt. <laughs> <laughs> we're you know what our Brian and I are pretty well behaved. We're you know it's kind of sad. we're not you know. We're respectable gentlemen, Brian. Is that how I'd call it? Pretty much. No, I'm I'm crazy. No, <laughs> no, I'm just mama. <laughs> well, it's it's your show. You know, we find your and where do we where do we go to watch your podcast? Uh, you can actually go to YouTube and type in "Mama." I spell it with two M's. M O M M A. Mama. Like Mary. Mama, I'm coming home. Like mama. Ozzy coming home that's right mama mary's music mayhem um or you can go to facebook and type in mama mary's music mayhem and it will pull up my facebook page um if you can't find it that way just type in mary holt uh, which is my personal page and you will see a picture of a chick with a dirt bag bandana on and a <laughs> microphone singing and flames going behind her and that's me that should be easy to find. That should, you know, I think it's very original. Yep, my logo is a, it's kind of similar to a sugar skull with uh, blowing purple hair uh, because the logo was done when I was going through my chemo and I had purple hair. What was left of it? I made it purple. That's the one I like behind it. you? Huh? That's the one behind you? Yes, sir. Oh, that's sharp. Got the roses and the bandana. See, I'm wearing my bandana. I like that. That's like a classic 80s metal like style logo. That's that's the mama. That's the mama in me. There you go. A little scary Mary and a little cool chick that likes to ride bikes and listen to music and support bands living the rock and roll lifestyle well again thanks for joining us listen mary is great her show is great she's got a lot of good guests on there you can watch it live watch the people on there live you don't have to listen to it recorded like the, the two knuckleheads that host this podcast that you're listening to now brian well now i'm gonna show y'all's podcast down my people's throat <laughs> yeah right on right on we'll so, take it uh before is i will shove it down your throat and make you like it <laughs> you're gonna take your medicine and you're gonna like it take your nasty medicine <laughs> so before we close this out i uh, the the listening audience can't see this but i am wearing my state of america podcast t-shirt that's our buddies that were sitting right to the left of us at rock and pod that's David Hudson and Ian Rice from the State of America podcast, the Black Crows podcast. If you like the Black Crows and you like rock music, that's a really good podcast. I like that shirt. It's cool. It is cool. It's very similar to a logo of the Crows. You saw it. I use a lot of that peace symbol. They did a Love nice it. job with it. America. America. Yeah, man. <laughs> Brian and I are big Crows fans, big Black Bray Smoke fans. I like, bring it on. Bring oh. it on. So this is a triple promotion because we it's a I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my State of America podcast t-shirt on the All Things Blues and Southern Rock podcast. 
while we interview Mary from Mama Mary's Music Mayhem podcast. As I said before you came on, Mary talking to Brian, I'm like, it's a podcast about podcasts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome. All us weirdos <laughs> need to unite. That, you know, yes. it's like, it felt like a, a rock and pod, like a family of weirdos, but it's, I mean, it felt very in comfortable, loving and affectionate way. Well, you know, I was, it was like I said, it was my first, you know, out public and not in this office and I was a little nervous but everybody made me instantly feel like I was part of the family uh, I didn't know a stranger and it was super super cool so I will be going again and the team that put it together was amazing and I met you amazing people and so many more and I look forward to what's future host for all of us. And we're going to hang out next year. Yes. <laughs> yes. Get so, past COVID and it's on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Please get rid of COVID. Go away. So thank you to our friend, our sister, Mary Holt from Mama Mary's Music Mayhem podcast. If you could uh, hang out with us just for a couple minutes after we get done and rolling, that'd be great. So thank you, Mary, for coming on. It's been a pleasure to have you. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been my honor. Thanks to Mary Holt for being our guest this week on the podcast. Uh, we are learning more about how other people's podcasts are produced, uh, the extent of promo they do for it, uh, the extent of promo she's doing for us. Um, I just, uh, amazed, uh, my jaws wide open and I am looking forward to, uh, viewing her podcast more and, uh, seeing what she Being does on it. And, and what a great person, man. I mean, like when we were talking about how she also talked to Connor Shank and brother Dusty from the reveal and she had a lot of the same guests and she says, Hey, you know, I don't turn anybody down, you know, like she can use just as much uh, promotion as these younger artists as, you know, we can use the same amount of promotion as these younger artists. Absolutely. And, you know, she's, she's great. So from doing her podcast to doing her music production, she's heavily involved in charities, which you guys heard about. So we'll post some links on our Facebook page to donate to singing. Like she's amazing. And it was just a really good natural conversation with her, at, you know, to, to find out about her life and how she's gotten to where she has and, uh, how does she got to sing back up on a with poison for a song yeah, in a Little Rock, song. Arkansas? <laughs> Little Rock. That's yeah, the best thing I took away. How did yeah. you How did you sing with poison? Yeah, well, um, and uh, overcoming cancer. I mean, I gave her a, a applause for that. That's huge. I do huge. as well, especially after you know my wife is also about this December will be her fifth year anniversary from her breast cancer diagnosis and treatment. So thank you. I am very like anybody that can get through that, yeah. you know, yeah, God love them. It's not, good, it's tough. Well, yeah. So you've experienced that firsthand. So I know that uh, could touch you even a little deeper for um, sure, but she's great. I mean, great. Yeah. Just a good person. I can't wait to talk to her on her show. She needs to write a book. I am looking forward to that. Like, what's that going to be like? Like all I got to do is show up. All we got to do <laughs> is show up for once. It's just, great. Although, you know what? We usually like to have our guests talk and we can, ask questions follow up but now we're the ones who are gonna have to be mm -hmm. doing the talking and we can ask uh, questions as who well. wants to hear up for us <laughs> yeah no doubt you know in uh speaking of the art of uh being a guest and asking questions that just 
when I just said that, it like Matt Wake Park, Matt Wake popped into my head. Good old Matt. I just listened to our Rock and Pod review part two, and it, you know, I love that he stopped by and we got a chance to talk with him anymore. He's just a cool dude and he's a really, really good journalist. Did you read that article he wrote? I, yeah, I did. On the yeah, Crows yeah. and with Rich. Yeah, it was really good. It was a, it was a fun article. Right. So yeah, I don't want to get off too on too far on the trail off of Mary, but that just oh, reminded true. me of there's a guy, there's a guy who like like he's a guest and all of a sudden he turns around and starts asking questions. Asking us questions. Matt needs to have a podcast, I think. Well, I mean, he's a journalist, right? That's what he yeah. does. And like he he did that. And we've had a couple people turn that around on us. So Brian, hopefully we can use that experience with Mama Mary Holt on Mama Mary's Music Mayhem uh, September 14th. Yep. Tuesday, September 14th. Uh, we will be on her show and we're looking forward to that. We hope you guys uh, tune in and enjoy that as well. Until then, remember, Southern Rock is reverent. Blues is blood. We'll see you next time.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 